Good morning. I want to greet each one in Christ's name. Turn with me to John chapter 13. This morning I want us to, as we think about feet washing, to focus on one of the main reasons that I believe we are called to practice feet washing. John chapter 13, verse 1. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And the supper being ended, and the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and he was come from God and went to God, he rises from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and girded himself. The focus of my feet washing message this morning is on verse 1 there. And having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. I believe that when we're eating of the bread and drinking of the juice, the wine, that we're commemorating God's love for us and our love for God. We remember what he did for us as Terrell's message focused on. So what does feet washing teach us? What are we commemorating with that? I believe it's commemorating, first of all, the love that Christ had for us, but that because of that, we are to love our brothers and sisters. There's numerous things that we can take out of this practice, but and obviously one of them is shows that we're we're all equals. That if Christ, who was our Lord and Savior, could wash our feet, wash the disciples' feet, then it doesn't matter how rich we are, how high a position we have in the church, out of the church. We are called to humbly wash each other's feet. And why is that possible? And it's because of love one for another. Picking up then at verse 5 of chapter 13. After that he poureth water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then Cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus saith unto him, He that is washed, Needeth not to save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. And ye are clean, but not all, for he knew who should betray him. Therefore he saith, Ye are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet and taken his garments, he was set down again and said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Ye call me Lord, Master and Lord, and ye say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to, wa- to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither is he that is sent greater than he that sent him. For if you know these things, 
Happy are ye if you do them. So what is significant about feet washing? I already mentioned the idea that we are equals in the body and the brotherhood. It also is hard to wash someone's feet who you're holding a grudge with. So the idea is that we are to be at peace one to another. We're to love one another. But I had to think this more as I studied for this message this morning that feet washing, similar to something like baptism, does not make us love each other. It does, just as baptism does not save us, it's a symbol of something greater. Feet washing is the same. Feet washing, and I believe that's why we have in Scripture here this example of Peter saying, first, you know, well, I'm not worthy to have my feet washed. And then when Jesus said, well, if I don't, you're not, you're not right with me. It means there's a breakdown in our relationship. And then Peter says, well, okay, okay. Then wash everything. And Jesus said, no, that's, that's not the point. It's because it's a symbol of something. It's not the actual doing. And so, but why do we do it? Why do we wash each other's feet? I've also observed when I was at Bible school, feet washing taking place outside of a brotherhood. I've observed it in a couple of weddings. And I'm not condemning you if you've done it in your wedding or if you've done it at Bible school. But I think we need to be careful that we don't lose its significance or its importance of being done inside of a brotherhood, a brotherhood that meets every week, that lifts each other up, edifies each other. It is important practice. We don't want to lose it. We don't want to lose the significance of it. Why is it important? Because it teaches us things. So this morning I just have a, some questions here to ask as we think about washing our brother's feet as brothers, sisters washing sisters' feet. Do we love the brotherhood? Do we support the spiritual health of it? Do we support its stand against the kingdom of darkness and of Satan? Do we support its doctrines? practices and biblical applications if on any one of four of those we no longer support if we no longer care about the spiritual health of our brothers and sisters then I believe we'll lose the significance of feet washing it's possible to wash one another's feet without loving Christ without loving the brotherhood. And we have that example here that it makes it quite clear that Judas was here for this feet washing. And so it is possible to go through it and not have our heart in the right place. But I hope this morning each one of us are in the right place, that we love the brotherhood, we love God. A verse that came to mind as I was looking at this is First Peter 2.17 says, honor all men, love the brotherhood, 
fear God, honor the king. So there's four different types of relationships that are mentioned. First of all, all men that are around us, no matter who they are, neighbors, co-workers, strangers we meet. There's a certain level of honor and love for them, but it's different than when you go to the second one of loving the brotherhood. I believe all four of these relationships are important. Once again, if we don't have each one of these four, it makes the other three either hypocritical or difficult to do. We must fear God, love God, fear God. And then we also must honor those in authority over us, from police officers to the president. Doesn't mean we agree with them, but we need to honor them. But we don't necessarily love them in the same way that we love the brotherhood. We're not called to wash police officers' feet or the president's feet. We're called to honor them and give them respect for the position that God has put them in. If we come to feet washing this morning and we're not doing these four, we're not honoring all men, loving the brotherhood, fearing God, honoring the king, then I think our feet washing will be empty. But if we are doing those things, it doesn't mean we never fail. But if we're seeking to do those things, and most importantly, fearing God, I believe the feet washing can be very meaningful to each one of us this morning.